those are just things like we wouldn't have done if our kids were with us because we would want to do stuff with them. So if you get a chance, jump on a quick one without the kids because it, it is a different experience. I'll, I'll, I'll see you three nights and raise you 11. <laughs> <laughs> DCL Duo fans, we want to take a minute to thank our amazing sponsors over at Touring Plans Travel. We use Touring Plans Travel to book our own fabulous Disney Cruise Line vacations and love the experience and service we get from our travel specialist at Touring Plans Travel and know you will too. So if you're looking to book your next fabulous Disney Cruise Line vacation, Disney vacation, or really any cruise or land-based vacation, head over to touringplans.com slash travel for a free quote. Let them know that the DCL Duo sent you to help support our show, but we're confident that you are going to have the same great experience that we do when we use Touring Plans Travel. So thanks Touring Plans Travel for sponsoring the show. And now on to our episode. Welcome back, everybody. This week's episode of the DCL Duo podcast. And this week, we are excited to welcome a prolific Disney cruiser and a Disney Cruise Line fan to our show. And so let me start by welcoming Kristen to the show. Welcome, Kristen. Hi, thanks for having me. Yeah, we are we are really excited to talk to you because you have quite the Disney Cruise Line resume and lots of cool experiences, but also some cool experiences coming up. But before we dive into all of that, we always like to start with folks' Disney background. And so, Kristen, do you want to give a sense to everyone out there what your connection is with Disney and your love of Disney? Well, my love of Disney started when years ago when I first met my husband. And then it all transformed to our twins who are now 19. We started taking them to Disney World as soon as they were born. They were nine months old on their first trip to Walt Disney World. And at four years old, we started taking them on Disney Cruise. And we've been on 27 Disney Cruises since our first one, all four ships, as well as we have two upcoming planned on the Disney Dream. And we've done everything from Halloween on the high seas to very maritime sailings to Southern Caribbean. We just, we love Disney Cruise Line like so many others out there. What about the parks, Kristen? Do you have much experience visiting the parks? I I think before we're talking off air, you live down there. So I'm guessing you do make it over to the Disney World quite a bit. Yes, we go to Disney World quite a bit. Before we lived down here, we were pretty much coming down every single month as we're Disney Vacation Club members. And we've stayed at all the resorts, club level at pretty much all of them. And now we go, my one daughter, she pretty much goes every day to the parks. Uh, We go at least a couple times a week now that we're down here. So we're very familiar with the parks and love to experience all the new things. And we're very much looking forward to the 50th anniversary coming up as well. Yeah, we're we're planning to be down there for the 50th ourselves and can't wait, cannot wait. You mentioned you're a DVC member. Kristen, what's your home resort or resorts? Our home resorts are Saratoga Springs and Animal Kingdom, which who doesn't love going to Animal Kingdom because you can see all those animals and wake up and have your morning cup of coffee outside. Yeah, we need to stay at Animal Kingdom because I'd love to show our son the ability to see some animals right off the uh, right off the balcony there. <laughs> so, yeah, that would yeah. be amazing. Yeah, I know a lot of guests feel like it's a far, uh, like far removed property, but you know, I always tell guests who are going there, it, you know, it is far a little bit further out than the other resorts, but that's because of the animals. And go with the mindset that you're going to wake up every morning and see them feed the animals and. You know, they, they're not doing it right now due to COVID, but hopefully, fingers crossed, they'll bring back the nighttime experience at the resort. And it's for resort guests only. And you get to put the goggles on, the night vision goggles, and they take you and about 
about 10 or 12 people on the Jeep and you actually get to drive through where the hotel guests look and you get to see the animals at night. And we had a draft come right into our Jeep and they were like to my daughter, just don't move. And she was like, his tongue is about to kiss me. They're like, yeah, he's probably going to kiss you, but it's okay. But it's a really cool experience. So I highly recommend you guys try and stay there with your son. Oh my goodness. That sounds amazing. Uh I will say the tra- the transportation side has always been the thing that's deterred me. Although the last time I went down, I rented a car and it changed my life being able to kind of get over to Animal Kingdom and all that sort of stuff. So I, I that might be one solution. I also hope they extend the Skyliner at some point over yeah, to that resort. I, think that would be, I would like to see that happen as well. I'll let you know if we see any construction with that going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to shift gears over to Disney Cruise Line because I want to maximize our time with Kristen here with all of her cruising experience. So we're going to start for number one and work through 27. No, I'm just kidding. We're not going to go <laughs> <laughs> one. one. With, look right now. Yeah, there we go. Make sure I know them all. Yeah, the, uh, the four-hour mega episode. No, we're going to talk some favorites with Kristen because she's experienced all the ships. Before we dive in there a little bit, Kristen, can you tell folks what kinds of itineraries you've experienced on Disney Cruise Line in terms of both length and where you've sailed? Yeah. I mean, obviously we've done some of the shorter cruises just to Bahamas and Disney's private island, Castaway. We've done longer sailings, Eastern as well as Western. We also did, uh, right before COVID, we did the 11 night Southern Caribbean cruise, which was definitely one of our uh, top favorites. We've cruised out of New York twice as well. One cruise, we thought we were going to spend the day at Disney World. And then we got diverted on my birthday, actually, 24 hours before we were supposed to sail out of New York. We got diverted. They told us we could cancel or continue with the cruise. And my family said, let's be adventurous. And all of our friends continued with it. And we went to um, Canada. So it was we had to change what we had packed very quickly before we went to New York. But that it was super fun like to go to Canada and to see all of that. So Hurricane ended up following us up there, but it was still super awesome. And I think that's it. We haven't done, we really want to do a European sailing. And now that my daughters are in college, I think that will work better with either a transatlantic or something like that, because the college schedule is a little bit easier than when they were in high school. So that's next on our bucket list. And um, we've done, like I said previously, Halloween on the high seas. Very merry time cruises. We did Star Wars Day at Sea as well as Marvel Day at Sea. And in December, we have uh, New Year's Eve sailing. So we're checking that off of our bucket list as well. Nice. So you were on the same Southern Caribbean that we were on in 2019. Yes. The 11 night. Oh, yes. awesome. Which was uh, simply amazing. Yeah, Agreed. that was a fabulous cruise. That That's was a fabulous our, probably cruise. our favorite by far. I always say if they ever put that 11 night back on the schedule, I'm booking it immediately. I'm so. booking it too, because it was by far our favorite. And we met some really great people, did some awesome excursions. And I felt like 11 nights, I really enjoyed the first couple of days at sea, you know, because I felt like it just got us into a really nice routine. Because I felt like once we hit the ports, the time went by really quick. You know, after a seven night, you go to get off and you're like, oh, it's over. You know, the 11 night, not that I was okay to get off, but a little bit inside of me, I was like, yeah, we've been here a long time and it it was fun. And we did a back to back once we did a seven night and then a three night where we got on in Puerto Rico and then we repositioned the magic back to Port Canaveral. And that was fun too, to be able to do a back to back like that. And I felt like we got really close to like our stateroom hosts and like our concierge hosts and even our servers. Like I, I just really felt like 
you're right. Like after like night five, they knew everything about all of us, you know, what, what we liked what we didn't like, you know, things like that. And, and I thought like the shows and the movies, like you had time to go do everything you wanted to do on board. There's still things that I feel like I didn't get to do even on the 11 night. Chris, have you sailed on other cruise lines? I have not sailed on other cruise lines. We're very, my husband has. We're very loyal to Disney Cruise Line. We have had opportunities to go on other lines. And I don't want to say we chicken out, but we just like Disney and we know what we're getting with Disney. And, you know, oftentimes I have guests say to me, you know, it's expensive. It is, but I feel like you're paying for a, a higher quality product. And I know that my kids love it. I mean, they're adults now. And the thought of us going without them just blows their mind because we have done adult only sailings with a group of adults and they're not happy about it because they really like to go. And I feel like it's going home for us a lot of times, like even during COVID when a lot of our cast member friends were, you know, on board waiting to get off to go home and stuff. And we were texting them and FaceTiming with them. I just feel like we are going home and some of the crew there they're like our family. I mean, we stay in touch with them. They send us pictures of their kids and, you know, their fam- older kids getting married and stuff. So to us, no, I know that was a super long answer to your question. Have we cruised other lines? But no, we're totally loyal to Disney Cruise Line. You're among friends. You're among friends. No judgment here. <laughs> I was curious as to whether or not you've done any of the Panama Canal cruises. We have not. That's on our bucket list. And you know, with my husband and I have always joked like, oh, when, when we near retirement, we just said the other day, we were like, yeah, we think now that the kids are in a more flexible school schedule with college and everything, that that's one that we really want to do. Our good friends have done it. And she spoke so highly of it. She was like, going through the canal is such a historical experience to be able to experience that. Yeah, I think that we, we definitely want to do that. I feel like there's so many good itineraries out there with Disney. It's so hard to pick and choose. And then with the new with the new ships, you know, coming out, we're, we're like we have to be on those as well. <laughs> even if they don't, even if they're doing like a boring Bahamas itinerary, I feel you. It's like you still. I want to check out the ship. It's like less about the destination on the new ships. It's more about the the ship is the destination. Yeah, definitely. I mean, when when they've released little snippets and videos of the Disney wish. My daughter, my daughter's my husband. We had a couple friends over. We were all sitting out in our lanai and we were like, oh my gosh, are you seeing this? Oh my gosh, are you seeing the new restaurants? Are you seeing all this? And we were just so, we couldn't wait to book it. Well, let's shift gears over to talking about some of your favorites on Disney Cruise Line, Kristen. So this is going to be kind of like an extended rapid fire for all of our listeners out there longer answers and uh, just more Disney Cruise Line focus. So I want to start with longer cruises versus shorter cruises, Kristen. Which do you like and which do you recommend? I like the longer cruises. Uh, Speaking from someone who's had a lot of experience with Disney Cruise Line, the reason I like that is I feel like you get to experience more. However, with someone who's brand new to cruising and maybe isn't sure if they're going to like cruising, the three and four nights, I always say, are good to test the waters to see if you're going to like it. Like if somebody says, you know, I'm a little worried that I'm going to get seasick or, you know, we're the type of people that don't like to relax. We always want to be on the move. I say the three and four nights are good to get your feet wet. You know, it is very short, but 
I do like the longer cruises because I just feel like, like I said before, you get to know everybody. And there's still so much, even on the 11 night, that I feel like we didn't get to experience, you know, that because we were doing something else or just relaxing with friends. So the ele- uh, the longer cruises, the seven plus nights, I think are always more relaxing in a way, you know, especially if you're going to combine it with Walt Disney World before or after cruises. I just find so much more relaxing the longer that they are. And I hope... Who doesn't love to sleep in those beds on Disney Cruise Line? I always tell my husband when I get into that bed the first night, I feel like I'm sleeping like like a baby. I don't know if it's the rocking of the ship or just the bedding, but I've tried to replicate it at home. And let me tell you, I just can't do it. So I just love the the entire experience of being on board for so long. Yeah, you're on you're in vacation mode. I think that's what it is. I mean, I, I'm sure that the bed and the rocking have something to do with it, but I'm guessing that some of it's just like, you're, I'm in vacation mode mentally. And so <laughs> you can't replicate that. And then and the not cooking and then not having to do laundry and the cleaning and everything. And even the food and just the dining rotations, just dining throughout the different dining halls, uh, dining rooms and seeing everything on board, the entertainment, everything. So yeah, I think the longer cruises are my favorite. Favorite ship, Kristen, you've sailed on all four. Do you have a favorite? You know, the magic holds a special place in our heart uh, for a couple of reasons. I think because it was the first ship that we sailed on and it was Halloween when we were on board. So I always think back to my twins dressed up as Tinkerbell on our balcony and another ship royal or something was pulled alongside and people were waving and pointing at them. And the magic we've done the most nights on because we've did an eight night and stuff and we've sailed on that the magic a few times out in New York and stuff. Um, I know that's a classic ship and I do really like the dream, even though the dream is the same as the fantasy, the dream, I think for a couple of reasons, I've had the opportunity to sail in the Royal suite on the dream. So I feel like I can't beat that, you know? So it's kind of a tie between the magic and uh, the dream. Chris, do you have a favorite kind of a stateroom to sail in on board or balcony versus no balcony? Definitely a balcony. I've, we've never sailed without a balcony. And I personally like going out there in the evenings before dinner with a glass of champagne or my husband, you know, grab a beer and sit out there before dinner. I feel like that's good relaxing way before the evening activities and dinner start. And even in the morning, we love to order room service and just sit out on the balcony and just watch the sun come up and just enjoy it. Yeah, a balcony is my favorite concierge or no concierge, Kristen, what's your preferred? My preferred a hundred percent is concierge, hands down. I, I always say to people, folks, when you sail concierge, you'll never go back because, um, the experience, I think from before you even get to the terminal, terminal shoreside concierge is always available, you know, to speak to, to get everything booked ahead of time. We, we really love cabana, having a cabana on Castaway and, you know, being a concierge guest, you can request to book those. I mean, it's not guaranteed, but you can always book those, you know, ahead of time, all your spa treatments, everything. Then once you get on board, just having the concierge check-in area, I know Platinum can check in at the same, but, you know, they are redoing the terminal in Canaveral right now. So concierge guests will have their own check-in. 
you know, they have their own waiting area. Just being able to go to the lounge and get a quick something in the morning for breakfast, you know, before we go for a walk or a run. I mean, we, my husband and I still do go go to the dining rooms for breakfast and, you know, lunch, but I like having those food options available in concierge. And I just, and having the private sun deck, just if you need that little bit of quiet time and the accommodations, I just, I really love the concierge staterooms and the concierge hosts. I mean, again, some of those people are like family to us. I mean, just the the connection with them and they're always there should you need anything at all during your sailing. I mean, once my husband forgot his tuxedo shirt, he's probably going to kill me for even saying this. He went to concierge and was like, we were all dressing up for formal night. Actually, I think it was his t-shirt. And we were like, just put the shirt on without the t-shirt. He's like, it doesn't look right. They found... A, a shirt for him to wear underneath it. Hope's sandal broke one night. Concierge and she and I said, "You only packed one pair of sandals." And she was like, "I have, I have. I'm gonna have to wear flip flops to the dining room." And she took the shoe to concierge, and they, the shoemaker for costuming, got it fixed, and they brought it back to us the next morning. And I was like, "You got to tell me how this happened." They were like, "Don't worry, it was pixie dust." I'm like, "Who fixed this shoe on board? Like, where are you guys taking it?" I was like. I was like, wait, there's a shoemaker here. <laughs> she was holding it together with band-aids and it, that was not working. So I just love being able to have the lounge. And I don't feel like we do spend time in the lounge, but I feel like it's just a place, like almost like a home base for like my family and like our friends and stuff. On the Southern Caribbean, there were several of us sailing concierge and every family like did their own thing during the day on the sea days or if we had different excursions, but we always, beforehand, we said, we'll always meet in the lounge at five o'clock for, to grab a drink, to take with us to dinner. And the kids all met there. They got their virgin mojitos. And it was kind of like a central meeting point. Like one night we all played cards in there. So yeah, concierge is, is my go-to. Yeah. That, that's really nice to have that go-to place. We, you know, we have not sailed on concierge and you kind of have to prearrange with your friends if you're sailing with a you know, larger group, like, okay, we're going to meet at a particular place, but then if you might get there and it might be crowded. So that's the difference. You don't really have that. And, and meeting at someone's stateroom doesn't really work because the staterooms, while Disney's are roomier than a lot of the other cruise lines, they're still not really big for, you know, more than like, I mean, they're tight for you know, four or five people if you're all getting ready at the same time. Adult cruising. Now, I already know your answer for this based on your background, but I'm going to set this up as a Disney do or a Disney don't. My kids are going to kill me when they listen to this, but <laughs> I love it. It's a Disney do. For the last couple of years, every January, we've taken a, just a three night. So it's short because it's difficult for people with young children to get away from their kids. But it's very nice. We all come down to Canaveral the night before, stay in a hotel down at the port. And then we jumped on for the last couple of years, a three night on the dream. And it's a different experience without any kids. I mean, we definitely do things that we didn't do because we'd have our kids on board and we want to do family activities. I mean, the match your mate, like my husband and I had never gone and watched that. That's hysterical in one of the clubs. You know, 
We did a silent dance party the last time we were on board the Dream. Actually, we were on the Wonder. We did an adult only from New Orleans on the Wonder. We were one of the last cruises to go out uh, pre-COVID. We did Mardi Gras and then we all went. The silent dance party was so fun. You had headphones on. And those are just things like we wouldn't have done if our kids were with us because we would want to do stuff with them. So if you get a chance, jump on a quick one without the kids because it, it is a different experience. I'll, I'll, I'll see you three nights and raise you 11. So we were <laughs> <laughs> on that cruise without our son. And, uh, you know, Sam felt guilty. I, I never I never really had a true <laughs> guilt there. But uh, yeah. I had a question that, that just kind of popped in my head after hearing you talk about staying over by the port. What is, I, I'm guessing you've probably done all of these, but what's your preference, staying at the port, staying at the parks, or staying at the airport? We definitely, before a cruise, like staying down at the port. We've done, you know, staying at Walt Disney World and everything. My daughter, especially now that we sail concierge, she likes to be the first one on to the ship. It's like kind of a running joke in our family. Like, will she be the first one into the terminal? So we do like staying down there the night before. We feel like it's super relaxing. You know, we get to bed a little earlier. We'll either go to dinner or order food and get to bed a little early. And then we get up early and just get down to the terminal. Because, you know, who doesn't love to be in the terminal early? And you know, see Mickey and Minnie and everybody at the port. Where do you guys stay down at the port? We typically stay at the Residence Inn by Marriott because you can get a one or two bedroom or like a studio size accommodations. And with older girls who need an extra bathroom, we can get a two bedroom there and the girls can have their own bathroom and my husband and I can have ours and it speeds up the process there. So, and there's a great, you know, a couple great restaurants down there that you can eat at and everything. So we really, we like it. And there's a new hotel that just got built across the street from them that we're, we're eager to go try out. I believe that it's a Hilton, like a Homewood Suites that just got built. And post-cruise, I mean, we typically, we've done both where we've gone right home after the cruise, which is a total bummer. And, and we've gone to Disney World and stayed there as well. And we've even, this is backing up a little bit, but before cruises, we've also done Vero Beach and then stayed at the port. So we've had like a little beach vacation before we get onto the cruise. But going home right after the cruise is tough because you have cruise withdrawal. Like I, my husband calls it cruise depression. Like we come home and he's like, no one's right for like a week. I'm like, I know because that's how much fun the cruise is. It's awful. Where are my truffle percets? Bring them to me now. Yes. Or we watch on the <laughs> webcam for like a couple of weeks after like the cruise is sailing out. And my daughters and I, we get so upset. We're like, that's awful. Someone's in our stateroom now. <laughs> like it takes us a long time to get over. <laughs> you, we talked about food a little bit earlier. You mentioned food and food is obviously a big part of cruising for better or worse. What is your favorite rotational dining restaurant on any of the Disney ships? I, um, we do love Animator's Palette because obviously of the drawing and everything like that. I mean, it's super interactive in there. There's a pasta dish that I really like in there. So I would say that. And I love, this is, my girls are going to laugh when they listen to this, but the spicy chicken up by the pool. I love that. Like if they come in late from the club 
and I'm sleeping, they know to bring me spicy chicken if they're going to wake me up to tell me like what they were doing. They're like, mom, can we tell you this? And they're like, but look, we brought spicy chicken and fries. (laughs) (laughs) We'll sit right up in bed, Kristen. And you start talking to them and you're eating your spicy chicken and French fries. So that <laughs> I love that spicy chicken. And I, I really, sometimes some cruises, they don't have it. So I really do love that a lot. <laughs> for, for Sam, it would be poolside pizza for sure. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, you could just bring me poolside pizza. And if you woke me up, I'd I'd be okay. Or, or frankly, the French fries as well. The French um, fries are the best. Like they always laugh like when we're on our adult only cruise. About like 11 o'clock, everyone will be hanging out like in our room and I'll call and I'll order like BLTs and French fries and they all and steak sandwiches and everyone will say, no, 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 we're not hungry and we're not hungry. But as soon as all the food arrives, it's all <laughs> gone. Yeah. And the guys all eat the steak sandwiches and then I eat the French fries and the BLTs like are, I don't know, there's something about the food. On, on board. You, you, you don't even have to be hungry, but you smell it and it's super good. <laughs> Do you have a favorite adult dining restaurant is between Palo and Remy? I do love Palo Brunch. Like I feel like Palo Brunch. That's is the right fun. answer. That's the right answer. <laughs> no. And we've done the private dining room, like on the classic ships, the magic and wonder, you know, they have the private dining room that if you have so many guests traveling with you, so we've done that and have had concierge book that. And it's just so nice because it just looks out over the ocean. And it's just so calming to be there. When my kids were little, we'd see them sometimes, not little, but like preteen, like go by with their friends. And we're like, oh my gosh, hi, don't let them see us. <laughs> but yeah, there's nothing like that brunch. And I, I mean, the, the wish. I'm so excited about those dining locations. I mean... It's going to be hard. It's going to be... Re- I think it's going to be really hard on the wish because... Three and four night sailings, it's, you know, you're not gonna be able to do both. You're you're not going to want to miss the main dining rotation unless you've been on a bunch. And so mm-hmm. um, it's going to be hard. E- even, for, even for us on the, on, on the maiden that you are doing and we're doing, it's only five nights. And so, and, and all three dining rooms are brand new to all of us. And so everyone is platinum or has a platinum in their stateroom. So, so I don't know how anybody's going to be, able, well, it's going to be very difficult to get adult dining. And even if you can get it, I don't know if anybody's going to want it on the first three nights. No, because everybody's going to want to experience all the new dining rotations. So I don't know. And I think the I'm getting a lot of questions from guests. Are they going to offer, you know, because Platinum gets the free Palos. Well, that would be everybody practically on the entire <laughs> ship yep. of free Palos. So how's that going to work? So it'll be interesting to see how all that plays out. My husband's like with all the new dining rotations and he's most looking forward to the Star Wars bar. He's like, mm-hmm. I'm lining up to go to that. I, I have to be there every single night. I'm like, oh, great. Well, <laughs> I know. And then room service and dining up by the pool. I, I don't know. I think we're going to be eating a lot. That's for sure. I'm, I'll be curious to see if they do because normally they reserve the brunch for sea days. I'll be interested to see if they actually open that up for pork days on the maiden voyage just because I don't know how you'd get to experience it otherwise. Um, and maybe on the DVC thereafter, because that's only a three night. And so, yeah, I don't know how they, how you can get. Well, and it's a, it's a three night, I think with just, there's no sea days. So they would have to open up brunch on a port day. So yeah, it'll be, it'll be interesting. It's certainly lots to try. We're excited. I'm glad that they did something new, uh, but we'll get there in a second. Let's talk about the wish in a second. Let's keep going with some favorites here. So talked about favorite rotational, favorite adult dining. 
favorite onboard activity? Oh, that's a tough one. I do love going to the spa. I don't really know if that classifies as an onboard activity, but I technically it does. And now one of my daughters, she actually, they both really like going. So after that 11 night, my husband was like, every night, Hannah's hair looks so beautiful. And was like, "Mm, well, she's going to the salon like every day to get her hair done. So (laughs) we didn't pick up on it until we got home and saw um, the charges. So we love going to the spa, the girls and I. Hope loves going to the gym. And I do love the shows. Like I feel like the shows just take me back to seeing the shows on Broadway and everything. And my family's big movies goer. So the girls and Bruce, they do love going to all the movies. And my other most favorite is taking a book and just go sitting out by Satellite Falls. Like I love just sitting out there and feeling the ocean breeze. And the kids are like, aren't you bored? I'm like, no, I love it that I can just be bored on a ship. That's what Brian loves. I'm, I'm at the shows. So this is, this is funny. Cause I feel like you've got, you, you like both of these things, but like, I'm, I'm kind of bored sitting by the pool. I want to run around and do the midship detective agency and see the movies yeah. and all that kind of stuff. Even I'm totally like a, I'm basically a kid when I'm on the ship, just running around and doing everything. And Brian's sitting by the pool, reading a magazine, listening to a podcast. Or in the Cove Cafe. Or in the, the Cove, Cove Cafe. Cafe. And then yeah. I'm dragging him to the shows every night because I'm obsessed. Or I'll go, frankly, by myself to the shows if he's not up for it. So <laughs> yeah, my daughters, they they love going just together or they'll find other people to to go to the shows with. But yeah, I think there's a little, that's the fun part about Disney Cruise Line. There's something for everybody. And even when you travel with a large group, like our groups always, all of our friends and family that all go together, we're kind of like, that's the great part. Everybody can go do their own thing. And then you meet up for dinner. It, and my daughter said the other night, because uh, last night, actually, at the neighborhood block party, because we have so many neighbors coming with us in September, uh, Labor Day on the, on the Disney Wish upcoming cruise. So She was like, that's the thing. When you sit down for dinner with your family and you've all been off doing different things, she's like, you have so much to talk about because this one's gone mini golfing or this one's seen a show in the middle of the day or a movie. She's like, we can't stop like catching up with each other during the day at dinner because everybody's done so many different things during the day. So that's, it doesn't matter if you're young or old, there's something for everybody on, on board. That's such a good point. Um, we we like to say cruise is a choose your own adventure vacation because it's it really is like one person can be running around doing a million things and another person can be just sitting by the pool and you're all going to have a good time. And, and like you said, you get to kind of catch up at dinner and, and talk about your day. And it's actually more interesting than your, your average day at home when you are talking um, at dinner table because at home, what do you have to talk about? Like your day at work? I mean, there's, it's not really that fun. <laughs> I can't wait to go back to cruising just for that, to experience everything. I, everyone's like, well, what are you going to do first? What do you, I was like, I don't know. I may just stand there on the open deck and take it all in. I'll probably get teary, more teary eyed when they, if they call your family name out to go on board, I cry even, you know, pre COVID and now not have sailing for so long. It's just, I, I think it'll be a very emotional experience to get back onto those ships. Oh, for sure. For sure. Especially after so long. Favorite Disney Cruise Line port stop? Oh, hands down, Castaway. I mean, there's there's no topping it. <laughs> um, my family always jokes that that's my happy place. If, you know, life throws me a curveball or something, they're like, Mom, just sit back and think, you know, of 
we have pictures of Castaway in our home. And, you know, though that's hands down my, my most favorite. And if I had to pick a second one, I loved going to Grand Cayman. But again, everywhere we stopped on the Southern was also pretty amazing as well. So basically anywhere in the Caribbean, but Castaway is my ultimate favorite. All right. I'm going to put a sub question in here because you've done some of the shorter cruises. Nassau, Port Day or Sea Day? We've done both. When we go adults only, the ladies stay on board and the gentlemen go. There's a a pirate pub down the road that's run by a real pirate. So they really love to um, go there. When it's just our family on board, we enjoy a Sea Day. I kind of want to check out this pirate pub now. I have not heard of this. I'll have to um, get you the name of it. And uh, my husband, he has a picture. And, you know, I don't know if, you know, when people look at my bio or anything, they'll see my husband and his buddies are, my daughter paints them to be like real pirates on the Southern the captain asked for photos in the atrium and he said, you're getting more attention than the crew are for being dressed as pirates. So my daughter's been offered if she wanted to go work on board and, and paint like the cast faces and everything for costuming. And she's like, no, that's not what I want to do for a living. But wait, were they, were they painted as the skeletons? The skeleton pirate. I remember that. I remember. Yeah. yeah, and they've been asked to come sail again and everything. And they're just, they, they had a very long line of people. And they've done this a couple times, but they were a huge hit in on the Southern. Yeah, I remember them. We were over at Palo for Pirate Night. And I remember we went outside in. for the fireworks on the, the little, I'll call it veranda, whatever, the patio there from outside of Palo to watch the fireworks. And they came and there were like three or four skeleton pirates who came. So we were probably with you guys watching the fireworks. (laughs) The pirate bar is the Pirate Republic Brewing in Nassau. It's a short walk. And actually a cast member had recommended it to my husband and his buddies. So it's an authentic pirate that runs it. And they they love visitors to go there. Yeah, the, the skeleton pirate costume is ready to go as soon as cruising resumes. So yeah, and I mean, that's one of our favorite... The theme days are really fun on board, you know, the Marvel days, the pirate days, all of those. Well, there's my next question, which is favorite day at sea. So you've got Marvel Day, Star Wars Day, or I'll say favorite theming because you've also got the Halloween cruises, Halloween on the high seas. So what, what's your favorite? I think our favorite was, and we're huge Star Wars fans. I mean, my media room is all Star Wars. I mean, people think that my husband works for Lucasfilms. And I'm like, no, he's just a collector. <laughs> I would say the Marvel show was the deck party was the most phenomenal. It even blew Star Wars Day at Sea away. I mean, they were professional actors and actresses that came in. And that was quite the deck party you know, with Black Widow and everybody. I mean, it was pretty incredible. So I think that was probably our favorite day at sea so far. And I do love the very maritime cruises because, you know, building of the gingerbread houses and the decorating the cookies and all that, that that's all super, you know, puts you in the holiday spirit as well. So I have a, I have another question, which is your favorite stage show. I skipped right over it. 
I skipped right over shows. That's how much I love that. Yeah. Brian always <laughs> skips over this, but this is like my favorite topic. You know, th- you've been on all four ships and you've been on them over the course of a number of years. And there are some shows that have come and gone now and to changed. Disney Cruise Line. Yeah. There's some that have changed and then there's some that have remained. And then there's some that are going on their third iteration um, for Aladdin, for example is going to have its third iteration when the when cruising resumes, uh, I think, or at least on The Wish, it's going to have its third iteration. So I'm wondering what your favorite stage show is. Now, it, it could be one that's already come and gone or, or one that remains, but just curious as to which one you like the best. I do love the Golden Mickeys. Like, I feel like I love seeing them interview the kids and I hope that can still continue, you know, when they're out there and I love the answers that the kids give because they're so real <laughs> and just, you know, they asked my daughter once where they're like, oh, who designed your dress? And she said, my mom bought it at Kohl's. And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> but I love that because I just, I love kids and I just think that it's so, uh, you know, classic of kids. And I just love the story of Ensign Benson and thinking she can't do it and you know, her believing in Walt and, you know, everything. So I hope that doesn't change too, too much because I just feel that has a real story, you know, to tell. And I just, I love, that's one show that I really like to go to, you know, if I had to pick and choose one that if I could only go to one, I would, I would go see that. I do love Dreams too. Yeah. And I think Dreams is being revamped as revamped. well. Yeah. I think that one is, I think they're already. I, I don't know if yet uh, practices have resumed in Canada, but I know I had heard that that was going to be revamped as well. Yeah, I think that one might be even that one might be going on the UK sailings. We'll have to we're, we are going to be interviewing someone or a few people in, in a few weeks once the cruising resumes in the UK. And so we're hoping to hear more about the the stage shows on board there. I have another question, and it's about shows, but it's not the main stage shows, but rather about the adults-only shows that happen in the clubs. What is your favorite of those shows, or I guess shows slash game shows slash activities in the adult clubs? I love Match Your Mate. I just find it so, so funny and so... I've often wondered, like, are they cast members? But they're not because we've seen, we've known people, you know, some of the answers. I personally would be a little mortified if it was me or my husband up there. But I find it funny that it's not us up there doing it. And I just think it's so entertaining and and fun. And again, that, and like I said previously, the silent dance party was super fun. Well, let's shift gears, Kristen, for just a second. And I'm just going to ask the broad question. You're such a prolific Disney cruiser. You've been on a lot of cruises. New ship coming out next year. I know you're going to be on the maiden voyage with us. What are you most excited for on the Disney Wish? I mean, there's so much that's new, but what what's your top maybe three things that you just cannot wait to experience on board the Disney Wish? I think first, just experiencing that atrium because those photos, you know, with Cinderella, I think that's going to be breathtaking to just stand there in awe and take it all in, you know, take photos, have your family announced, come onto the ship. So I think that starts the experience off, um, you know, amazingly. I think yeah, that, that staircase is incredible and the stage and everything. I mean, I think that I, I could stand there for hours and just take, you'll see me, I'll be the one standing there. Just- <laughs> staring at everything. They'll be like, Kristen, it's time to move on. 
It's a life boat drill or whatever. It's time to go eat at Cabanas. Or actually, we don't even know if there is a Cabanas, but it's time to go eat. <laughs> no, we don't. I think the dining experiences look out of this world. And I look forward to seeing, you know, everything that those encompass, you know, a show or, you know, whatever. And I think the staterooms, like I'm so excited to see the different decor in all the different staterooms. So I, I, I know you guys will be on, I'll be on. I, I know a couple people will be on in different stateroom categories for the inaugural. And then when we go on our Labor Day, like I said, we have like 36 other families sailing with us. So I'm, I'm interested to experience those as well as, I guess those would be my top three, but the, the list could go on and on. And then, you know, then for Labor Day, we have the, the tower suite. So talk about that when we come back from that. Which we are going to have, definitely have you back to hear about the experience there. I've been reading up on it. It is now sitting squarely at the top of my bucket list to experience <laughs> that room. Uh, well, maybe I can only we can get you to come on, Brian, with us. Maybe yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll sleep in a corner somewhere. He'll uh, yeah. sleep in the library. <laughs> yeah, I'll, gu- I'll, gu- I'll, I'll guard the heart of Tafiti that is apparently sitting in the main <laughs> living area. Yeah. <laughs> so... Yeah, no, so we can't wait to have you back to hear all about that and all about your sailing on the wish. But well, I think we've reached that point in the show, Sam. It's time for a little actual rapid fire as opposed to my my rapid fire, which is less than rapid today. So, <laughs> so Sam, you want to take it away for rapid fire? Yeah. So Kristen, this is uh, rapid fire, which is just the quick take on your Disney favorites. Um, I'm going to do the first the first three questions are just our general Disney questions. And then after that, I'm going to do a little a little bit of a parks focused question since I know you have a ton of Disney parks experience in addition to your uh, voluminous Disney Cruise Line experience. So we'll start with what is your favorite Disney or Pixar movie? Toy Story. Favorite Disney or Pixar character? Mrs. Incredible. Ooh. Favorite Disney song? You've got a friend in me. Ah, uh-huh. so you're hitting on all the Pixar theming here, I see. All right. Okay, this is a controversial question. Disneyland versus Disney World. Disneyland. Yeah. Oh, I'm, <laughs> I'm actually it. surprised by that. Yeah. Yeah, love considering it. that you moved to Florida. <laughs> love it. Love it. Love it. All right. Favorite Disney park. And this could be at any of the parks that you've been to. So, you know, Epcot versus Magic Kingdom versus California Adventure, whatever. California Adventures for Cars Land. Yeah. Oh, I, my next question was favorite land. So you already answered Art. that. Yeah, Cars land. definitely. Yeah. Okay. Your favorite classic ride or attraction? People are, are going to shame me for this, but I do love It's a Small World. Why? Why would they shame you? It's a great okay. ride. People don't like the, the song and everything, but it's my daughter Hannah's favorite. And I, I really do. It, it's a classic. And either in world or land. All right. Favorite modern ride or attraction, Kristen? I don't really know if it's modern, but I do love Seven Dwarves Mine Train. Yeah. Oh, that's modern. Yeah, that's it's a great modern one. for sure. We love that too. All right. This could be considered another controversial one, depending on your answer, which is what is your favorite Disney park snack? Not a turkey leg. <laughs> Me either. Uh, Mickey pretzel. Yeah. I do, I do love a good Mickey pretzel. That's right. I know most people would say I'm Mickey Barr. No, I told you. Sam would say Mickey pretzel. But the real question for Sam then is with the dipping (laughs) cheese or without the dipping cheese? I'm without. Oh, Uh, all right. 
I love the cheese. Not the cream cheese filled pretzel, but the dipping cheese. Oh, dipping so cheese. good. All right. I'm yeah. going to, I have a confession. I've never, I've always declined the dipping cheese when they oh. ask. So I'm going to have to try it this week when I go to the park. You can actually head over to your local, you can head over to your local 7-Eleven and get the nachos and experience the same thing. So. Ah. <laughs> it's, as, it's fake cheese food, but it's so good in, with a pretzel. Oh my God. I don't know why, but it's just really good. But I'm going to try like- it. I'm going to try it and I'll report back to you. All right. My, I have a couple more questions here in rapid fire. Favorite souvenir. This could be an individual souvenir or this could be something that you are a collector of. My daughter and I seem to be collecting a lot of the Loungefly Disney backpacks right now. So <laughs> I would have to say purses. Like I, I like the Dooney and Burks. And yeah, I think that's my guilty um, souvenir. And then a favorite parks memorable moment. Actually, nope, nope. I'm going to amend. Since we're since we're uh, rounding out our Disney Cruise Line focus show, and we didn't ask this question before, I want the last rapid fire question to be favorite Disney Cruise Line moment with your family. So my favorite cruise line memory was on our second cruise. My daughter Hannah, her class, or I think kindergarten, first grade, I don't even remember, was learning about Mexico. And she met a cast member on board who was a character handler at the time and moved up to be assistant cruise director before moving on from Disney Cruise Line. And this cast member really, like Hannah was obsessed with the characters and each, and Hannah was obsessed with this cast member. Everywhere we went, she was like, I want to see my friend. I want to see my friend. And we were like, who? And like three days in, we were like, oh my gosh. And the last night, the last day we got off a castaway and there was this cast member with the golf cart and Goofy was in the golf cart with her and Hannah ran over and she got a moment with Goofy and this cast member said, tonight, I know it's late, but would you be able to meet me in Studio C, which was, you know, that's no longer even on the, uh, on the ship, something else now. Can you meet me there at like 9.45, 10 o'clock? And I was like, oh my gosh, it's late. Like the kids were little. We had to get up early the next day to get our flight or whatever to depart, disembark. And she said, I promise you it'll be worth it. So she said, I just want to have your daughter have this moment. So we're traveling with another family and my parents. And she said, I want all of you to come. We walked in and every character and performer was in this room. And it was, I kid you not, I still get chills thinking of it. We still have pictures of the kids from Peter Pan to Wendy to Jasmine to uh, even just regular performers. Cause you know, they do this, see you real soon in the atrium and they all gather in there beforehand. And we had 15 minutes, just us and our cast member friend. And they were all there. They knew the kids' names. Hi, Hannah. Hi, Hope. You know, your your friend invited up you to come in and we are still longtime friends with this person and we, we FaceTimed her during COVID and she's back living in Mexico, running her own business now. And that has to be the most... My kids still to this day are like, what she did for us that night was the... I mean... They had one-on-one time with all... We didn't even have time to see all of the characters. but And then we went and saw the See a Real Soon show in the atrium and we're crying. I mean, the pictures of me, my kids are like, what was wrong with you, mom? I'm like, I was crying because I was so overwhelmed that someone had done this for my daughter who just kind of gravitated to this one cast member. 
So yeah, that was our special moment on board. Oh my God. That is an incredible moment. That's like a once in a lifetime story. It really I mean, was. It really I mean, you hear you hear stories of somebody getting, you know, pixie dusted with, you know, some time one-on-one with, let's say, Cinderella or something like that. But I've never heard of somebody getting all of the characters. It was everybody. Like we walked in, I was like, oh my gosh, what is going on? Like, what did you do? (laughs) That's so cool. That's so cool. Well, yeah, that that is truly an amazing story and an amazing Disney Cruise Line memory. It sounds awesome. Kristen, as you've alluded throughout the show, you have clients, which means you are a fabulous Disney travel specialist. Do you want to let folks know where they can find you so they can book their Disney vacations? Yeah, I'm the owner of Tink's Magical Vacations. We specialize in all things Disney destinations. They can go to our website, tinksmagicalvacations.com or email me directly at Kristen at Tink's Magical Vacations. We're on Instagram and Facebook as well. And we do lots of fun giveaways all the time for all of our followers and everything. So, you know, if there's no cost to use our services, feel free to reach out to us. And we would be more than happy if you guys mentioned that you heard me on DCL Duo podcast, you know, I'll send you a special gift or even send you a Disney gift card or drop something off to you when a little pixie dust when you are here in Walt Disney World. And, you know, we get you the same price that you would book yourself, but we take all the stress out of booking your vacation or they can call us toll free at 833-88-4657 or 833-88-TINK. We're standing by to, you know, help you guys and, you know, glad to help you always. And maybe some of you guys want to join us on our fun September Labor Day sailing on board the Wish. <laughs> I love it. Well, we certainly can't meet, wait to meet you on board the maiden voyage. And actually, we'll be down at Disneyland before then. So maybe we can meet up and, and uh, grab a drink or something, Kristen, while we're yeah, down there. Yeah, would love that. Would love that. Yeah. Take some Yeah, Disney or... World, not Disneyland, bro. Sorry, Disney. Well, we'll be at Disneyland too, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Disney World. Disney World. Yeah, yeah, let's message. We'll message offline and, and we'll figure something out. That would be great. Fantastic. Well, Kristen, it's been really fabulous having you on. I have a sticky note of of other topics that we cannot wait to talk to you about. So we're definitely <laughs> awesome. going to have to Would find some more it. time with Would you. Love it. So yeah, it's been great having you on. Thank you so much. Thank you. It was great to meet Kristen on the show. Part of the reason we started this podcast was to meet some great Disney Cruise Line folks out there, make some new friends in the community. And Kristen is definitely one of those for us. What an amazing background she has with so many Disney cruises and so many great upcoming things on her schedule, including that tower suite. We cannot wait to have her back to hear all about that experience. So really just want to thank Kristen for coming on the show this evening. What a fabulous guest to have. With that, we do have another five-star review that we want to read on the air this week. And I will confess that I have gotten a little lost in which reviews we've read and which ones we haven't. So I may be rereading a couple here, but I think we're on track. Uh, With that, tonight's review comes from DVC Mom 3, who writes Cruise-tacular. I love your podcast. I love all things Disney. I'm so glad I found you. The podcast is fun, chock full of information and honest feedback. Thank you for keeping us excited as we wait for cruising to commence. Keep up the great work. Well, the good news is cruising is commencing. So thank you, DVC Mom 3, for the fabulous review. And uh, we hope you can get it back out there soon. So with the 
the Dream announced is having its cruise seasons back up. We booked a cruise on August 20th, so we're even more excited because we're going to be out there sailing again on Disney Cruise Line and we can talk to you all about it. So with that, I do want to thank each and every one of you out there for listening this week. Please remember to subscribe to the podcast. You can keep getting great content from the DCL Duo each week. Please also head over to Apple Podcasts. Leave us those five-star reviews. We love reading them on the air and we love getting your feedback. If you'd like to send us a question or be a guest on the show, please email us at dclduo at gmail.com or reach out to us on social media at dclduo. You can also join the DCL Duo vlog and podcast Facebook group if you'd like to join a conversation with some like-minded DCL Duo fans and cruisers like yourself. If you'd like to support the show, you can either head over to touringplans.com slash travel to book your next fabulous Disney or Disney Cruise Line vacation. Just let them know that the DCL Duo sent you. Or you can head to patreon.com slash DCL Duo and join one of our support tiers. We really do appreciate each and every one of our Patreons out there. The DCL Duo podcast and vlog are not affiliated with Disney Cruise Line, the Walt Disney Company, or the Walt Disney family of theme parks. The views expressed on the show are solely those of the individuals on the podcast and in no way reflect the views of the Disney Company or Disney Cruise Line. If you have questions about a Disney cruise or a Disney vacation, please contact Disney directly or your own travel agent. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next time for another fabulous Disney adventure with the DCL Duo. Good night. Oh, 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 o